I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, introverts and global collaborations, four ways to kick off your global initiatives. Imagine the situation, you're young, single, sitting in a cafe. You look across the room, you see the man or woman of your dreams, you give them the look, you exchange smiles, and the next thing you know, the person walks across to you and says, You're the person I've been waiting for my whole life. I want to marry you. My response, probably like yours, would be, hmm, thanks, must go, my bus is coming. The point is, relationships need time to develop. Trust has to evolve and emerge. So in the world of work, how do you get that collaboration going? This week, I'm launching a project with a group of high potential engineers and software developers. And those of you who are country managers or who manage across a global function or across more than one site will recognize a lot of what's going on. As the leader, you're under pressure to get the collaboration going quickly because time's short. All of that leads to the question, what's the quickest way to do it? And over the years, I've realized the answer is this. It's meaningful action and dialogue that has value for everyone. So in this episode, I'm going to look at four ways, particularly for introverts, to get collaboration going and to get global collaboration up and running. The first thing you want to do is tune in. And by tune in, I mean tuning in to yourself and where you're at. Before I start any project, I'm always a little bit nervous. And I'll come back to that in a moment. But you need to take time to tune in because at the start, uncertainty is high, clarity is low. And before you launch a global collaboration, remember it's perfectly normal to be nervous because there are more questions than answers. And we all have this sensation the night before or the few minutes before we start. Most of them are what-if questions. Will the managers be motivated? What if they're not interested? What if they try and block what I'm trying to do? What if they don't want to work with each other or they don't have time for each other? And all these what-if questions go around your head. It's fine. The best way to tune in is to accept the uncertainty for what it is. Then I recommend take a big breath. Just relax your body. For some people, a mantra helps to ground themselves. One that I use is, it's a collaboration, not a competition. And I will repeat that to myself two or three times. And what I mean by that is, I am going to reach out to people. I'm going to listen and I'm going to invite people to collaborate. Nine times out of ten, with that frame in my mind, it is always a positive result. So accept the uncertainty, breathe, use a mantra. You might also want to write down three things that you want to be. For example, understanding, energetic and clear. The value of tuning in is that it grounds you in the moment. It makes sure you have a strong presence because you're being you and above all, it gives you the gravitas that you need with the group. The second major point is be fixed on the destination, flexible on the journey. We've already said that uncertainty is high. Here, two factors combine together. 
the need to get things done and the time pressure that we're all under every day. So getting things done plus the time pressure equals high discomfort with ambiguity and uncertainty. And executives, instead of living with that, get pulled into tactical details. So they get people to fill out forms. They send out long, detailed emails. They're not read. The forms aren't filled out properly, but it feels like they're doing something. There's very little value add. It's like a ship heading out to sea with a captain who doesn't know which port he's heading for. So with no clear destination, it doesn't matter how good the engines are, how good the crew are, how good the navigation systems are, the ship is going to end up at the wrong port or lost at sea. When you're launching a global collaboration, what you want to do is firstly be clear on the destination, secondly articulate it clearly to everyone, and thirdly leave space, be flexible about how to get to the destination. So I like to kick off with a group call with all of the key managers and then follow up the same week with one-to-one -one discussions. In short, forget the form filling, have a North Star, a destination, and have the next steps in place. Once you've tuned in and decided on the destination, that's the what, the next step, the third way, is to decide on how you want to collaborate. So you want to exchange expectations about how you work together. And this is the most ignored piece of the collaboration puzzle. The useful questions here are ones like, what does commitment look like for this project? What standards does the project group set? What standards do you as the leader set for yourself and for others? Groups that think about how they want to collaborate move faster than those who ignore it. Just to extend that a little further, one argument I've heard is that there are two types of trust. One is incompetence, the other is in intent. So you trust somebody because you believe in their competence or in their positive intentions, or both. So when you go to the doctors or you go to the dentists, you trust their competence because they have a certificate on the wall that says they're a qualified doctor or a qualified dentist. Thing is, on global projects in most businesses, the leading executive doesn't have a certificate on the wall. So it's the second type of trust, is trust in positive intention. So from the start, you want to be open, be honest, be respectful, and consistently do that. Being open, honest, and respectful gives space and time for the relationship to develop. So you're relaxed because you've tuned in, you're clear about the destination, so you know what you're going to do, and you're being open and honest about how you want to build trust. The final thing you want to do, the fourth main point, is give with get. Now, I've never seen this written anywhere, but it's something I have learned over 25 years of launching international projects. So give with get is you articulate what the destination is, you explain how you'd like people to work together. These are your gives. And a simple positive get is expecting people to connect with you and connect with each other, for example, in a one-to-one -one discussion. And when you're kicking off launching Global collaborations, give with get, works better than trying to take, take, take from the situation. So there we have it. Four pointers, four ways that anybody, even introverts, can use to get global collaborations going. Tune in to where you are. Be fixed on the destination and flexible on the journey. Decide how you want to collaborate and insist on give with get. When you do those four things, you will launch a fantastic global collaboration. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net 
or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.